welcome to this special edition of the Strategy Driven Podcast, an interview with John Maxwell, author of The Five Levels of Leadership. On behalf of the entire Strategy Driven team, I would like to welcome you to this special edition of the Strategy Driven Podcast, an interview with John Maxwell, author of The Five Levels of Leadership, Proven Steps to Maximize Your Potential. The Strategy Driven Podcast focuses on the tools and techniques executives and managers can use to improve their organization's alignment and accountability to ultimately achieve superior results. These podcasts elaborate on the best practice and warning flag articles found on the Strategy Driven website at www.strategydriven.com. In this special edition podcast, John Maxwell shares with us his insights on developing through the five levels of leadership, how our leadership appears differently to different individuals, and why there appears to be a growing shortage of leaders today. And so now, without any further delays, let's get started. We are privileged to be joined by John Maxwell, author of The Five Levels of Leadership, Proven Steps to Maximize Your Potential. John is a New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Business Week bestselling author and founder of Equip and the John Maxwell Company. Each year, he speaks to leaders at Fortune 500 companies, foreign governments, the National Football League, the United States Military Academy at West Point, and the United Nations. In total, John has trained more than 5 million leaders worldwide. John, welcome to the Strategy Driven Podcast. Great to be with you, Nathan. Thanks for having me. I am thrilled to have you on our show, and I am deeply honored. As we, of course, talked in the pre-show, I have had the privilege of reading your previous books and, in fact, at an earlier employer, we would study them as part of our leadership training program. So I'm thrilled to be able to talk to you today. Well, thank you, and I'm delighted. And, and when you talked about your previous employer and that doing that, so many small businesses and companies use my books for teaching and training. And it's just fun to hear somebody talk about it and how it helped them. So I'm ready to try to help your uh, followers also to be a better leader and, and uh, maybe lift that lid a little bit for them. Thank you. Well, John, in your new book, you describe the five levels of leadership that everyone must pass through on their leadership development journey. So just to start our conversation, I was hoping you could describe for us just briefly each of the different five levels of leadership. I'll be glad to, Nathan. Um, The reason I wrote the five levels of leadership is people get leadership confused. It's an interesting uh, word. Everybody hears it and knows it, but few people really understand it. Most people think leadership is a noun and it's really a verb. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not who I am. It's 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 what I do. And uh, I wrote the five levels of, of leadership to help people do two things. 
uh, one, understand how leadership works, and number two, how to develop and grow themselves as a leader because everybody can. So let's mm-hmm. do a quick review, Nathan. Level number one is the position level. That's where we all start. Somebody gives us a chance to lead. You know, we get a leadership job. Maybe we're a supervisor. We start leading people. And yeah. this gives us a wonderful opportunity to, to, to develop as a leader and to, and to kind of shape and define our leadership. The problem with this level, Nathan, is, of course, it's the lowest level. It's the beginning level. It's a good place to, it's a good place to start. You don't want to stay there. Is that people rely upon the position to do their leadership. And, and, and so they get a leadership position, and they think, oh, now I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. And the position of leadership, the title of leadership, doesn't make a person a leader at all. Every one of us, every one of us know people who we had to follow that were terrible leaders, bad bosses, just terrible. Well, the, the position does no magic for the person that's leading. It doesn't make them better. It just gives them an opportunity. And sadly, many people get stuck on level number one because they get a position of leadership. and They think, okay, well, I'm a leader now, so I got that now. What do I do next? And they don't realize they have to develop, they have to grow, they have to go through a process of learning to lead and learning to lead more effectively. So that's level one, and we all start there. Nothing wrong with that, but but way too many people stay there, and they lead out of position. And the problem there, Nathan, is people who follow a positional leader, they do it because they have to. I mean, sure. you know, it's, how, it's how I get my paycheck, okay? So mm-hmm. I have to do it. Well, if you have to follow someone, there's not much energy there at all. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're just you're just kind of signing up and lining up. And and so that's what the problem is. You can't, And you can't build anything with low energy. So a level one leader gets very little energy, very uh, little heart, and so therefore cannot be very successful. But there's a second level. Uh, which person can go from one to two, and that is the permission level, which the key word there is relationships. And on this level, everything changes. The the, the leader now doesn't lead out of position or title. They, they lead out of connecting with people. Mm-hmm. Relationships is the foundation of leadership. People won't go along with you if they can't get along with you. And the first job of a leader is not to sell the vision. The first job of the leader is to sell himself or herself and, and get people to buy into them, and they get that happen by buying into the people. It's wonderful when the people believe in the leader. It's even more wonderful when the leader believes in the people, and that's what happens on level number two. The leader believes in the people, believes that they're the appreciable asset of the organization, and begins to connect and relate to that person, and this is where leadership begins to be fun because people like you, you like them, now, now what happens, Nathan, is energy just greatly increases. People are following you now because they want to. Yes. Total different way of thinking, a total way, different way of living. And so you want to get to level two because that's where you connect with people. Sadly, there are some people that are just wonderful relationally and they connect with people, but they still don't take them anywhere. I mean, it's just kind of like they sit and mm-hmm. hold hands by a campfire and do kumbaya. And so level three is the production level, and this is where the leader gets credibility. And the credibility comes to the fact that the leader does it, and the leader does it well, and the leader shows others how to do it. The leader's not telling people. The leader's showing people. Leadership's highly visual. Too okay. many leaders, too many leaders, Nathan, are like travel agents. They send people where they've never been themselves. And there's no credibility in telling. There's a lot of credibility in showing. And, and, and this is a great level. Momentum, by the way, kicks in at level three. Because now things are starting to move, things are starting to happen, and that's a wonderful time because momentum is a leader's best friend. Momentum carries a lot of weight in the organization, a lot of weight in leadership. But there's another level that's higher than that, 
and this is in fact level four is where I strive in all of my teaching and writing. I strive to get people to go to that, and that's that's the people development level. This is where you stop just showing people how to do it and doing it yourself, and you you basically enlist them. You you get a leadership team around you, and now you're not doing it alone. They're doing it with you. And what happens at level four is everything compounds. It begins adding at level three. Things begin to happen wonderfully at level three. But level four now with everybody else on the team, teamwork, teamwork makes the dream work. With everybody else on the team now, everything compounds. Time, influence, uh, money, energy, everything compounds. And it's a terrific level to, to be on. And in the book, The Five Levels, I teach people how to develop people. Now, the first level, the position level, is given to us by the organization. The levels two, three, and four we earn. We have to develop those. And again, in the book, I teach about each level, the uniqueness of each level, and how to go to the next. Mm-hmm. If we do levels one, two, three, four long enough, well enough, and help enough people, the people within the organization will put us on level number five, and that's the pinnacle level. And that's just the level where we've done so well with so many for so long that we truly have become bigger than life. And it's just absolutely phenomenal. And, uh, you know, Steve Jobs, he was level five leader, just passed away. Yes. Um, you know, probably in, in government, Nelson Mandela is a level five leader. Just these people have done it so well for so long. And, and the, the five levels of leadership will help you identify where you are and, and help you to have a game plan to where you want to go. It's kind of like going to the shopping mall you've never been to before. The first thing you do is look at the map and find the dot that says you are here. Well, the five levels of leadership... I'm going, to, I'm going to show you the dot, where you are, and then how to get to the next level. John, when I think about a level five leader, the first image that came to mind was actually one of the books that you refer to in, in your book, and that's Good to Great by Jim yes. Collins. And I think about his discussion of a level five leader as being someone who's both humble and fierce in their leadership style. I was wondering how that either relates to or maybe is a bit different from a person that you describe as achieving the fifth level of leadership. It's very close. Uh, Jim's a good friend. We've had dinner discussions over those levels. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I love what he says about their humility, and their humility as a result, uh, Nathan, of the fact that they realized they didn't do this by themselves, that they really did it with people. And level four in mind is all about people development. You don't even get to level five until you realize that the appreciable asset that has made you what you are is the people within the organization. And and there is a fierceness. Uh, (laughs) You don't get where you are by uh, being lame and tame. And to climb the, the five levels of leadership in my book, you have to have tenacity, you have to have courage, you have to be willing to, to overcome problems, issues, challenges, roadblocks, all those things. So they relate very, very well. Uh, both Jim's book, which is a fabulous book, Good to Great, and my book, The Five Levels of Leadership, basically show people that there's a process, and that's what I like about the books, that leadership is not a noun, it's a verb, it's a process. And anybody that's serious about developing their leadership skills needs to not only understand the process, they need to implement it. And that's, that's what I think really is the value of both those books. One of the messages in your book that I had not thought of before, but you illustrated it so very well, was that a leader is at a different level with different people within the organization. My question is, 
is it important for us to strive to achieve, uh, whether it's level five leadership or the highest level of leadership attainable with each and every individual, or is it okay to have differing levels with different people in the organization? Well, so it, it, it's a great question, Nathan. And it, it, first of all, it's okay to be at different levels with different people because that's the way life is. Mm-hmm. Let's say I have ten people in my oversight and, and under my leadership. Of the ten people, uh, they're not all all going to be on the top level with me. They're all, the only place where all the people are with you is on level one. Because of okay. the ten people, you go to level two relationally. There may be there's maybe two or three that are brand new. You don't know them relationally yet. They can't be on level two. So you know, if you have ten, you may have seven on level two. But of those that seven that are relationally strong with you, there may be only three or four that are producing yet. You know, so as you go up, you have less people with you, obviously. So you are on different levels with different people. The key is to know what level you're on and to know what level they're on and then develop a strategy to get them from whatever level they're on to the next level with you. That's the key. And, and that's the secret of the book. That's the secret sauce. Basically, the book says, okay, here's where you are. Here's, here's probably where they are. Here's how you get them to the next level. But it's okay to be on different levels with people because you're always going to be on different levels. And the key on that is... If you're on different levels with different people, they respond to you differently. Even though it's the same company, the same vision, people on level one respond way different to a vision casting meeting than people on level four, for example. So when you see people respond differently right within the same organization, you say, why? Same speaker, same speech, same company, same mission purpose. Well, the reason is that people don't respond to you by what you say. They respond to you by what level they're on with you. Okay. And that's a powerful concept. That was very powerful, and, and again, it was just something that I hadn't thought of. Sure, in the past. I, I, and I, one of the things I love about the five levels, and you're talking about it mm-hmm. uh, so openly, Nathan, because I've taught the five levels for 35 years. The book is brand new, but the but the the, the book is highly mature because I've been teaching this. I've gone through thousands of Q and As on the, on this book, and that's why it's so solid, so strong. But one of the things I love about the five levels is when people read it, when people hear the lecture. Lights come on all over. Leadership lights just come yes. all, all over the room because they say, oh, my goodness, I had no idea. Oh, I see that. Yes. Well, I, that's why they respond that way. It did for me as I read the book. Yes. Uh, repeatedly. That, that's what's funny. It, yeah. the, the Five Levels of Leadership is a, is a major leadership discovery book for people. John, you've trained so many folks throughout the world. What do you find is the most common leadership level that most people operate at, and as a second add-on question to that, is that related to this sense that we have a shortage of leaders today? Well, we do have a shortage of leaders, no doubt about that, everywhere. That's not just unique to one place, one company, one country. Uh, When I began to be passionate about training, teaching leadership, I had no clue that it was going to be a job that was always going to be in demand. Uh, I have a company called Equip that is the largest leadership training organization in the world. We're in 157 countries and we train over 5 million people. So I really understand leadership in an international perspective also. And the question is a very good question. You know, what level are most of them on? I would say that uh, in most most situations, people get to level number two um, pretty well. Mm -hmm. Level three begins to be challenging because level levels one you don't have to do anything. You just tell people what to do. Level number two, you don't have to do anything. You just have to like people. Level number three, 
mm-hmm. you got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> and and the got to do something gets them. And yeah. now it's no longer. Let me just tell you what we ought to be doing. I got to show you what we should be doing, and I got to begin to produce. So, I think the big dividing line is between two and three usually. And what's sad is, one and two will never get you where you want to go. And so, uh. I, I wrote the book to help people. Uh, basically, I try to lift the leadership lid off of people's lives and, and let them breathe a little bit and let them grow some. As I read your book, I could see myself as I progressed through some of the earlier levels. But then when I started reading about level five, you had mentioned that it took, besides a lot of effort and time, talent to achieve level five also, something special. Correct. Uh, Is that to say that there's a measure of a person that has to be born a leader, or can an average person, over time, given enough time and work, truly learn and develop into a level five leader? Uh, uh, an average person can learn and can develop. Very few of them will get to level five. Okay. Uh, it, it is my personal feeling after training thousands of people having a company that's trained millions of people that uh, you can learn up to level up through level four. Okay. And uh, level five is probably for more uniquely gifted people. Although, although I will say, I have seen some rare situations where a person learned their way all the way to the top. So you, you can do it, but but you don't. Uh, you, you, it's not going to be easy. But uh, what's wonderful is level five is kind of like the icing on the cake. It's not the substance. It's just you just got there because you were so good for so long. Mm-hmm. What excites me is that. Anybody uh, that wants to really learn and dedicate themselves to the process of leadership can get up to level four. So, yes. so, and that's wonderful. And, and what's so wonderful about it is leadership determines your success. And so, this this basically this this book is this book is going to turn the lights on and lift the lid. People are going to see things they've never seen about leadership, and they're going to be able to grow like they've never grown before because this is what that book's all about. And level four is still a great place to be at and a very highly impactful one. Absolutely. And remember, if you stay at level four long enough and are good enough there, they'll Mm -hmm. put you level five. Well, John, I want to thank you not only for your time, but for sharing your insights with us on how we develop as leaders. Thank you, Nathan. You asked some very good questions, and thanks for your your just allowing me to share what I'm passionate about, and that is – helping people and adding value to their lives. And uh, I just uh, know that as your people pick up the five levels of leadership, it's going to make a difference, and that's very exciting to me. And I know it will have an impact on them as well. I I do hope they'll pick up a copy. And also, just to to mention, I hope they visit your website because you have so many wonderful lessons there that they can learn from as well. I hope so too, johnmaxwell.com. Just go to that, and you can get my Twitter there, you can get my blog there, you can get my Minute with Maxwell there, all kind of free stuff that will just help you grow. John, we'll put a link from the article accompanying this podcast to make it easy for our listeners to go there. Thank you very much, Nathan. Have a great day. John, thank you, and you do the same. I will. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this special edition of the Strategy Driven Podcast. I would like to personally thank John Maxwell for being with us today and sharing his insights on the five levels of leadership. As always, 
We would appreciate receiving your feedback by email at podcast at strategydriven.com. If you enjoyed the show, please consider visiting our website at www.strategydriven.com. You can find more information about John Maxwell and the five levels of leadership at www.johnmaxwellonleadership.com. Until next time, so long.